Good evening, folks, and welcome to the Whitfield Report. I am your host, Sam Whitfield, uh, broadcasting live here for a very special late night edition uh, here at NGC Studios. And I want to thank you so much for uh, joining me here tonight. And uh, I am sorry for the late stream. Honestly, uh, I've kind of been... This week has been really weird for multiple reasons, but I've been on a spring break this week, so I've already lost track of time because of that. Uh, but then coronavirus has also, uh, you know, caused me to kind of lose my, uh, you know, track of time. But uh, anyway, I want to thank you so much for joining us. Uh, contact info as usual. If you want to follow me on uh, Twitter and Instagram, you can do so at samdiv underscore ndc. You can follow me on uh, Gab and Parlor at samwhitfield, uh, facebook.com forward slash Whitfield Report, thesamwhitfield.com for all of uh, you know your web stuff. And uh, also, this broadcast is simulcasting on Versa Media's uh, channel. You can subscribe to them at Versa Media on YouTube. And, uh, yes, speaking of, Sean and uh, Dictator Phil, they, at this point, they might as well be the co-hosts of the Whitfield Report because they join me so frequently. Um, I literally have no topics to discuss tonight, so I just invited them on to shoot the shit. So, uh... And real quick, I want to say hi in the chat to uh, Owen Benjamin Sucks Vox Off. That he does. That he does. Uh, although I am not sure if he, how that relationship is going. But at any rate, uh, Sean, Phil, you gentlemen there? Hey, yep. How you doing over there, buddy? I am... Bored as fuck right now. Jeez, this uh, this coronavirus, man. It's not the virus that's gonna kill me. It's the boredom at this point. Yeah, yeah, ain't that the fucking truth? Oh, yeah. People, people, just a whole bunch of people hold up. I I saw that. Uh, I saw that India is. Uh, you know, this they're they they have a self-imposed curfew. I can't imagine how fucking crazy that is. I, I mean, all all 1.3 billion people having to, you know, get off the streets. That that is not that's not cool. But hey, on the bright side, look look on the bright side. Let's celebrate at least one thing, okay? Lily Singh is back on YouTube. Okay, let's let's celebrate that and have fun with it. Okay, no, just kidding. How is that? How is that good news? You you didn't you didn't hear the sarcasm in my voice there. Uh, no, um, yeah, well, like, yeah, clearly, no, no, I did. 
Did you did like clearly her show did not do that well. If she's going back on YouTube, right, with it like if she's really hitting this thing up again, clearly they haven't like done anything for it. Like that that it 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 was a disaster. Like whoever told her that that talk show was a good idea needs to be fired immediately. Like immediately, or if he's already, if he's been fired already, or he or she or it, I have to be, you know, it's twenty twenty. I don't know. Inclusive. Exactly. Exactly. It, it, it may it may be twenty twenty, but we're in the apocalypse. So fuck political correctness. We don't have time for that shit. Any, I like you. I like anymore. your thought. I like your thinking, Sam. <laughs> I like your thinking. I like the. It was the worst. I I I actually, for you guys, I I I for for you guys, I actually watched two episodes of Lily Singh's late night show just to make sure oh. that it was actually look and just to make just just to make sure that it was as bad as advertised, <laughs> right? It it was so bad. She she can't tell a fucking joke to save her life. I I don't know what it is. It's so painful. Um, I don't know. I don't know what like like. And 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 there's some people that are like, uh, defy me. I defy you to say something that's more funny than the uh, you know than Lily saying. And I'm like, okay. Well, since you asked so nicely. Um, the Holocaust is more fun. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna make that. <laughs> how about SIDS? Well, right? How, was... about, how about old people <laughs> coughing to death because of this fucking coronavirus? That is more funny than her fucking show. I was literally gonna say you could rip out any page of Mein Kampf and find ten funnier things than Lily's show. Adolf Hitler. Talking and as, as as the Nazi soldiers are marching in front of them, right? That is funnier than her fucking show. Hey, at least they had style. At least they had something going for them. But hey, what is? At, at least on the bright side, her audience got paid to you know be on her be in her show. Yeah, right? she was good for the economy. Yeah, <laughs> she, she put you know jobs were out there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jeb Bush is funnier than Lily Singh. Yeah, like literally, because you know they have the uh, you, you know how they have the one iota site where you could get tickets to go like to the late night shows and shit, and usually they're free. Um, but like they couldn't even fill up her fucking show, so then they had to pay people to fill her seats in the audience. Probably That's how story. bad her shit was. And, oh, oh, and if you th- and if you think that was bad, you should look the and the NBA All Star Game. They got her to do like a like, like they got her to join the roast of the NBA, right? Because they had to do this thing like this little celebrity roast. Yeah. So they got they had to, she couldn't even fucking roast. She couldn't roast. She couldn't tell a joke. Like she was fucking terrible. What can she do? What what is she good for in our society? I'm not going to finish that line. I'm not <laughs> not going to do it. You're not going to get me to do it. Oh, is this a G-rage show I'm now? Doing, no, no, because she's so because she's so fucking loved on YouTube. If I 
if I say some derogatory shit, Susan Wojcicki is going to boot my ass off well, of this program. You've already been banned from Twitter once, and we forgot to even mention that on our own show. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, such a piece of shit. Oh yeah, what's what's that up, Phil? You were you were bragging about that to me. Um, oh no, I I take it as a I take it as a badge of honor. So <laughs> the, the, so first off, we'll, we'll we'll hit up this talking point before I uh, look. So the uh, so a bunch of celebrities decided that they would you know, that they thought that it was a good idea amidst, amidst this terrible coronavirus outbreak to try to chip in and do that by singing John Lennon's Imagine with each one of these douchebags singing a line, you know, and they had Gal Gadot, Amy Adams. No, no. Um, she started. No, I will admit, I like I like Gal Gadot. She's attractive. And yeah, I... yeah. And I would have, I would have liked would it. Just, yeah, I would have liked it if it were just her. But they ruined, uh, they ruined it by including the other celebs. Yeah, and they all kept singing it. Like first of all, they were trying to sing, which is always gonna sound back. So like, imagine all the people. Yeah, it was like, it was terrible. Like they actually tried. Like I, it would be funny if. <laughs> It was cool. It would be cool if it was just like, oh, they were just like, you know, they just sang the fucking thing. But you could tell some of these people so actually practiced shit. Those like second and third takes before. No, they, no, like, no. Oh, I think they all just phoned it in. Like they were all like laying on their couches, like like fucking uh, what's his face? The, no the way. Um, what's that guy's name? Uh, uh, Ruffalo, Mark Ruffalo. He's like sitting there with his fucking like goofy glasses, and he's like, imagine all the people. And then like you had like Natalie Portman just like totally phoning him, just like imagine all the people. And and Gavin McGinnis had the greatest reaction. He's like, yeah, she sounded like one of those like you know teenage girls say it's like. Imagine other people, you know, she's like totally she's phoning all, it in. So Valley Girl, like totally. Yeah. Oh my god. Seriously. <laughs> god, so 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 in any case, right? So so when that was out and it bombed the way that it did, um I decided to retort that such <laughs> a, a a video. And I decided to rewrite John Lennon's Imagine in my own ver in my mm. own way. Right. Uh-oh. So, right. So I, 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 it's on my Twitter page. I, I, I put it out. Anyone could see it, you know, and I basically, you know, and they base, I basically, you know, made fun of them because fuck them. That's why. <laughs> uh, how dare you, Phil? How dare yeah, you? Know, how dare me? Right. I know. Right. It's like, uh, okay, hold on. <clears throat> but, but, by the way, YouTube is lying to me right now. I know we have more than three people watching. How dare YouTube? They're all on our channel, Sam. We took them all from yeah. you. Yeah, Susan Wojcicki is like, there's no way I'm giving these fuckers <laughs> any viewers. <laughs> uh, in, in, all, in all seriousness, it, folks, I've gotten a few DMs from people and emails. I know that you guys aren't getting notifications for my stream anymore, which is ridiculous because I'm not even, I'm not even at a thousand subscribers and they're already muting <laughs> notifications. Mm-hmm. So I am trying to figure out a way to send push notifications out to you. Pe- 
or something. Yeah, you know what I recommend? I mean, this is what I've learned from Milo and a bunch of other band people. They're high profile. Please get emails. Oh, well, not yet. But I have tried out DLive and it's had promising start and didn't hasn't gotten anywhere for me uh, numbers wise. But get emails, get phone numbers. They can't take that from you. Get them while you can. Yeah, well, the problem is the problem is you YouTube has, you know, Google and the Chinese funding their shit, too. So, you know, they're the all the other all the other platforms are really at a disadvantage there. See, I'm not, you know, this is what art, you know, people that in like the Groeper group, they kind of think, oh, the Jews are behind everything. No, we're looking at things like, are the Chinese behind everything? You know? Yeah, that, that that's, that's my, uh, that's my whole, they're the group I, I've started blaming for everything, so. And, and then we turn out to be actually right on it, unlike the Groepers with the Jews. Like, we actually turn out to be right on the Chinese. You're like, oh, shit, Hollywood's in bed with the Chinese. Oh, I wonder if, um, you know, uh, uh, fuck, I'm trying to think of an actual example. You know, so-and-so's in bed with Chinese. It's like, oh, yeah, they are. Facebook is in bed with the Chinese. Yeah, yeah they're all... They're all in bed with the Chinese. Look, look at the media, right? Look at the media, right? Um, you have um, you had uh, Peter Alexander uh, trying to sensationalize uh, <laughs> everything with Donald Trump, right? He's like, well, he there's, like there's like 200 people died and all so many people. What do you say to these people that are scared? And then Donald Trump's like, yeah, I, I, I'll tell them you're a terrible reporter. <laughs> Fucking Chad. Oh, my God. Uh, the, he finally, finally an alpha male in the room, you know? Yes. It only it took us years to make it happen, but we finally did. You want uh, you want. Yeah. Like. Oh, right. Oh, real quick. Sorry. You want to know what's weird? Yeah. What's weird, though? I mean, it's not surprising, but it's like this coronavirus is a real litmus test to, uh, you know, kind of where our country is at, because you have the um, you have like the far, far, far left. And by the far left, I mean the mainstream media, basically. I read a piece in The Atlantic, basically, where the where the Atlantic was basically saying, this is all of Donald Trump's fault. Oh, do, do, do. And then, um, and then, like, and then, uh, you know, the right was like, well, this is all Bill, this is all the Clinton's fault, you know, and some of them. And I'm like, it's neither. It's it's the Chinese. Literally. No, it's the bat's fault. It's the bat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm Fuck. skeptical of the bat theory. We were just talking about yeah. this at like yeah, really at when yeah. our stream ended. You know, it it doesn't. I mean, it's possible. Don't get me wrong, but I mean, I think people are looking for a simple explanation as they always do to make them feel comfortable. But this idea that the simplest explanation is the most is the most likely explanation is one of the stupidest lines of thinking ever because we live in a multivariable world and a very complicated world. So usually the least simple explanation is actually probably what it fucking ends up to be. So who knows? But we may never find out. Yeah, maybe it's Gal Gadot. I look at I look at 
the mainstream media and I look at it. Okay. So you have, you have MSNBC, they're owned by Comcast. They do multi-billion dollar business with China. You have CNN, they're owned by they're they're owned by AT&T. They do billion dollar business in China. You have via you have you have, you have Viacom, you have CBS Viacom, they're owned by National Amusements. They do multi-billion dollar business in China. Uh, we all know ABC is owned by Disney. They do multi-billion dollar business in China. Do you think any of them are going to say anything anti-China to go against the Chinese knowing that they have all of that money tied, there, tied, into, tied into their shit? And the answer is no. There, you know, we know, we know this, okay? Or And if you don't know this, well, now you should know it, mm-hmm. and you should know to get the fuck away from mainstream media. Just go. Just ignore it. And and it's better. I mean, I mean, the, I mean, it's better to just go go with other. There's there's plenty of other other news outlets anyway. You know, you got Blaze TV, you've got Daily Wire, you've got you got all these other Info news outlets Wars. that are just legit. Yes. Yeah, Info, Info Wars. Warriors yeah. are out you've got there. Got all these other these got all these other outlets. You know, NGC and none media. of them. And, and TV. Everybody gives Infowars shit, but for being, uh, oh, it's it's, it's just a, a echo chamber for white supremacists and nationalists and all that. So like, shit. yo, you, all of these mainstream media outlets are fucking echo chambers for the fucking Chinese and the Democrats and shit. Yeah, and Infowars, like I met the guys from the team. They are some of the coolest, most down to earth people you'll ever meet. I mean, I I feel bad for how bad of a rap they get when I see how cool they are in person. Like these guys are awesome. Yeah. Well, I mean, honestly, that's that's the other thing that worries me too. Though is like I I was even telling my stepdad about this. I guess now you can get your channel taken down for like I don't know spreading like misinformation about coronavirus. But Whatever that means. Whatever the fuck that means. Right. How do we know? How do we know? Did you see China, Jack? Kind of covered that shit up. They covered it all up. Well, they did that to Jacob Wool's lawyer, uh, right hand man, dude. He got suspended from Twitter today for supposedly spreading false information about coronavirus. I don't even know what the fuck he said because he's been banned. And I, I mean, it's you know, I'm starting to feel that we're now going to see. This is, again, this sounds like a lot of the shit the Grapers will say about, oh, you criticize Israel and you look get banned. It's like, no, you're going to criticize China and you're going to get banned now. That's the real influence. That's the real money today. I mean, yes, Israel does have influence, but nobody is talking enough about the high levels of Chinese influence. What we've been saying on our show for the past few uh, streams that we've been doing uh, in our new Real News Quarantine uh, special edition is that People might finally now wake up to Chinese influence because what are people uh, seeing? Are they seeing Russian collusion? Are they are they I shouldn't use the word seeing. She's word feeling. Are people feeling the effects of Russia? Are people feeling Russia, Russian collusion? No, they're not. Are they feeling Chinese influence? Are they feeling Chinese, um, you know, uh, effects? Yes, they are. 
they're literally quarantined right now because of it. They literally don't have a job right now because of it. They are feeling the effects of China. They don't feel anything from Russia. So then they're going to start waking up saying, maybe this whole Russia thing really is a hoax like Trump was saying. And maybe Trump was right about China the entire time. You know, and he's been saying for how many years? People are going to be waking up, I think, to the Chinese lie that we've been sold. They're going to wake up to the real hoax, which is the Chinese hoax. And what I mean by Chinese hoax is that these um, these lies were told like, oh, China's, you know, they're not that bad. I mean, oh, they're just a paper tiger. Don't worry about them. No, that they are the enemy right now. They're the real enemy. Russia isn't shit. We've known this, but not everybody else knows. This. That's the thing. And we're we were genuinely probably red pulling people through this coronavirus on who the real enemy is, China. And people are feeling it. They're feeling the effects of it and they're scared by it and they rightfully so should be because china has a lot of control on a lot of products and manufacturing that we don't have anymore yeah well you know and that's like that's the unfortunate thing too right and the other thing thing too is i do want to qualify this because i've actually said similar things on my audio podcast uh the last couple of days um which, by the way, I mean all all the all the live streams are also you know available in audio format too, you know. But um, you know, one of the things that people, people that people bring up to me is, oh well, the Chinese can't be behind this because their people are sick too. And let me qualify this. When when we say China, or at least when I say China, I think that there are lots of people individually in China, citizens, you know, who are suffering because of this and who don't mean us oh, they are. any harm and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But but when we but when we're but when we're referring to the Chinese, we're referring to the Chinese government who does yeah. not who does not give a shit about their own people. They don't care how many of their own people die from the coronavirus. And I mean would I mean would they would they would they kill their own people to spread a biological attack? Yeah. So, and real quick, My, I promise not, I, once again, I, I keep breaking this promise. I try not to bring up Owen Benjamin in the stream. <laughs> but Owen, the coronavirus is real. You keep at, asking for who's dying because of this. And you want names. Uh, I can't give you a name, but I can tell you that the Chinese don't get mad at the gravelers or whatever you're calling them for starting this. Get mad at the wait, Chinese. Wait, what's this new term he has? The grabblers? Yeah, that yeah, that's what he calls Jews. So <laughs> <laughs> Owens, he's a special case. Oh man, he's a he's he's a bicycle helmet special at this point. God damn, he's one, one. He's not just one that flew over the cuckoo's nest. He is a uh, fucking a hundred that flew over the cuckoo's nest. Well, well, when well, when he when he when he used to be on a sitcom way back in the day, he actually did wear a bicycle helmet. So. <laughs> Somebody get that picture. That's that's a meme now. I, I can I uh, I can send it I can send it to you, to you on on Skype. Oh, that that'd be fabulous. But anyway, yeah. So yeah, the the Chinese are bad news. Yeah, their government's evil. They are a totalitarian uh, dictatorship 
that doesn't give a shit about anything but power and control. It, they are the, the globalist of globalists. And I'm telling you, I mean, we have been saying this. I can't emphasize enough. We've been saying this stuff for years, a lot of us. Like before, I mean, one of the things that turned me on to Trump was a lot of this stuff he'd say about China. Because my dad and I would say the same thing. And Trump was like the only one before he ran for president when he would come on Fox and these other shows that was talking about it. I'm like, why isn't anyone else talking about us? And the American people, you know, some of them know about this. Some of them don't. Some of them got woken up by Trump. But I can't emphasize enough that we need to keep hammering this. It is important to call this a Chinese virus because it's putting the blame on who is responsible for this and waking people up. You know, I mean, it's powerful persuasion calling it the Chinese virus because it always will associate this deadly pandemic with China as it rightfully should. And I mean, we need to make sure people are waking up of this because not everyone is like us. It's like fully engaged with these things. And we need to make sure we're engaging people and they know who is responsible for this and who is the real enemy. I mean, I, I can't emphasize enough, like, what we're doing now is more important than ever at an individual level. Yeah, no, I know. It's, uh, I mean... You're laughing at that Owen picture, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, I, I just I just typed Owen oh, invented bicycle and, uh, into Google Images and got some, got some results that I'm not sure I even can share. I'm not even sure I can share on screen, so... Aww. Uh, we'll save that for the D live streams. Yeah, pre pretty soon that's that's the only place I'll be allowed. Um, but no, not in all seriousness though. Um, I mean, just the just the fact that like California is locked down. Yeah. I I I made I made the joke earlier on on Twitter. I'm like, well, for for an open bor for an open border state like. They should change their tune really fucking fast. That's the other thing. I mean, this is I hope this virus is red pilling people. This Chinese virus is red pilling people on the fact that open borders kills. Open borders kills people. Border security is about protecting your people, protecting your citizens and your country. It's nothing more than that. It's about protecting people and keeping them safe. I just because. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I was, I was just going to end by saying that, you know, there are a lot of good people coming. I mean, look, there are a lot. I mean, my family is um, uh, British, Russian and Italian and German immigrants. That's where, you know, but they're good people. But we need to make sure we're letting in good people and keeping out bad people. I mean, it's literally that simple. I don't, you know, don't let the media brainwash you on this. Yeah, I, I just... I just kind of find it funny, as I just mentioned, that California, which for the longest time was the biggest, you know, one of, oh, you know, open borders are a good idea, so our sanctuary yeah. cities. Now, they were the first ones to say, nope, no one in or out. Like, Yeah, they to, shut down quick. To the point where their own people can't leave and get in and out of the state. So, And I, I have to say, when you mentioned California, let's remember that who, who was one of the first uh, Democrats to praise Trump was fucking, of all people, Gavin Newsom, governor of California. Uh, sleazy used car salesman Gavin Newsom. I mean, it. I, I have to say, I give him credit where credit's due. I mean, I, I don't want to trash him right there like I did, 
But, you know, that's what I've always been my impression of him is that he just seemed like a jerk. And to see him do that was just like, oh, cool. Yeah. I mean, there's some decency. And Cuomo from New York, I have to say, Cuomo has been, of all the Democrats, he's been the best. He's been fantastic. I mean, he's doing two jobs, I hear. He's doing de Blasio's job of being mayor of New York City while also um, trying to run a state. And he's doing a hell of a good job. I mean, he's been saying, like, yeah, the Trump administration has given me, um, you know, plenty of help and they've been listening and they've been fully engaged. I mean, I props to Cuomo for being a real leader. And I bet Democrats would look at him like, shit, I wish he was who we had running against Trump. Yeah. Is there is there a more useless mayor than fucking de blasio Blasio. oh fuck i mean i like like every day i'm hearing something about him uh, yeah in in the fucking like like him you blowing up all all over the fucking media if i if i have to listen to you on the media you're probably doing a shitty job especially with a city like new york city which is one of the most populated cities in the world you're, you're t- there's there's a lot of problems going on in that city and your ass is sitting in front of a fucking camera or, you know, tweeting about some shit. Yeah, it, it pissed like like it rubbed me the wrong way. He was he was talking about uh, like because a couple of a couple of the Brooklyn Nets recently tested positive for the coronavirus. And so the whole team got tested or whatever. And uh, Bill de Blasio was saying, well, how come they're how come they're getting tested? And, you know, when some of these sick people can't even get tested, well, one, you're a piece of shit mayor. That's why. <laughs> and two, um, how about their NBA players? You know, like like looking at it from a broader, a macro perspective, there you know how many people um interact with a bas- an NBA player, right? You got press, you've got fans, you've got, you know, team employees, you've got endorsement people, you've got agents, you've got a whole shitload of people that are interacting with that one person on a given day. And if this dude is sick, right, everybody around him is probably getting sick. Then they're oh, going yeah. home. Everybody about around them are getting sick. He plays in a game. If there's a ventilation system, everybody else is at, at risk. And then they're going home to their families and they're getting they're risking getting sick. And then, then they're going to work. They're getting sick, right? The ripple effects of one person yeah. when you're talking about an NBA player is astounding. That's why they're getting pet. And and one, they're rich, they can afford to get a private they can get a private company to test their shit with a quickness. All right. Sorry. It's the way that's the way the world works. Okay. And, and you have ample, you have opportunity to do your fucking job and make sure some of these people are getting tested. By the way, how's that healthcare? How's healthcare going on in New York city? Piece of shit. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll tell you what it's, uh, you know, it's 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 really interesting. All I can say is thank God that uh, Governor Ron DeSantis uh, won here in Florida because the uh, 
<laughs> oh, you want to talk about yeah. that? Oh, you you're gonna bring Phil, that Phil, one up. Okay. Phil, Phil, Phil knew. Phil knew exactly where where I was going. Yeah. So uh, we know. Have you seen the pictures? No, I. I oh, 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 oh those God. are definitely not kosher. Those you, you cannot show. Pictures. You got. I will send them to you, but we we will warn viewers that this is something you we will not viewer, post on the stream. Viewer discretion is highly advised. Oh fuck yeah, dude! Oh my god, is I'm gonna send you this and uh, Sam, your discretion is advised too because you're about to see. <laughs> One of the most disturbing, uh, almost uh, to be governors or whatever. Am am I am I going to need to am I going to need to uh, dig in therapy after this? Am I? Yeah, you're gonna need some real therapy. Oh, okay. So look, I can't go back. I can't go back. So looking at fly, so looking at Flyboy to even it out won't help or what? Dude, you're gonna need to look at something more powerful. Oh, they censored. Oh, did they get rid of the, the juicy oh, photos yeah. on this article? Uh, Shit, they on. did. Who's... Oh, sorry, this is a failure. I will have to probably screenshot this because, oh crap, now it's gonna be on my phone. Ill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they'll be like, oh, he's got gay pictures on his phone. Okay, <laughs> I'm telling his girlfriend. Oh no, T. If you're listening, I'm sorry. It's not what it seems. I know. I know. Many men have said that before, but trust me, it's not what it seems. Yes, he's a backdoor <laughs> shopper now. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, well. Sean's girlfriend. He hasn't. He hasn't started listening to Owen Benjamin on the regular yet. So he's he's okay. Which. Speaking of, I have a I have an equally disturbing picture to show you guys. That just means I'm 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 just gay, not crazy and gay. Yeah, hey, you're bi curious. Yeah. Bi curious. Yeah, I'll, I'll use that excuse next time she busts in on me. I'm just just exploring myself. I mean, geez, the fuck's wrong with you? Can I be myself? I thought we were progressive here. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see the picture? Um, I saw the headline. For, for I sent I sent the screenshot of the picture to your Discord. Hang on, let me go. Let me go in. I need to hear your reaction. It's gonna be just mm, more. Let me imagine if DeSantis. It was actually your governor. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, yeah. Imagine all the mess and the dildo. Imagine every penis. <laughs> Up his asshole. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine all the vomit (laughs) going deep inside. Imagine all the brown lube created by a party. 
God, that sounds so much better. Like yeah. this fucking Skype grade quality of two <laughs> amateur radio hosts from Penn State sounds way better than what those fucking multi-million dollar triple-A celebrities were. Well, no, I'm not going to call them triple-A. Sorry, let me backtrack that. Red, red, red Corona in the chat goes, I've already seen the photo. Please don't show it. No. <laughs> no, we won't do that to you. Oh, and by the way. To be super crystal clear, because I know this clip will get taken out of context by somebody at some point in our lives, we are perfectly fine with gay people. There's nothing wrong with being gay. It is something some people are born with or, you know, nurture, nurture. After After seeing this, I'm not so sure. (laughs) But, 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 yeah, but... I, I'm starting. Ron DeSantis is starting to change my mind. No, I'm kidding. Um, I mean, you know seriously. what? You know what bothers me though. What, what bothers me more than anything though, and and yeah, of course, you know. What they didn't uh, use all the yeah, we we all we all have gay. We all have friends of the LGBT community, or whatever. We all, have a but token. like, yeah, but but it's it's the idea that this dude was selling himself. As this married dude with kids that yeah. was like a, a, he is married a, a, with a kids. family guy, and then he's got this shit in the background, right? If you if you if you if you want to be gay, go be for honest. it, right? Be gay. Honest. It's twenty. It's okay. It's 20, fine. It's twenty twenty now. It's okay to be gay. Yeah. Like yeah. It literally. But, but is. don't. But don't like. But don't have a wife and children, and then sell that shit in front of the camera, and then go. Go to a quote unquote wedding, right? Where <laughs> with alcohol and gay prostitutes okay? and a male Doesn't escort. And let's, let's, oh, I'm Matt. I'm sorry. Don't forget his male escort. Well, no, gay hooker, uh, hooker escort. What do you think? Uh, uh, aren't they not one in the same? Potato, potato. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Well, I. I mean, there's so many moving well, parts gonna, here that I kind uh, of. You're gonna get somebody that's gonna say, "Well, escort is you're just paying for the date, okay? <laughs> Hooker, you're actually paying for sex." <laughs> I'm like, really, really. <laughs> the that's, what, that's what you're going with. It's like, remember that dude that sent like a petition out um to get like um I get he was calling for like housing and uh um uh, meal plans to be refunded for Penn State students and he said branch campuses and some chick got offended. She's like, it's Commonwealth campuses. It see we get one of those people that'd be like, it's it's not um pimp, it's not hooker, it's male escort. <laughs> like a piece like, of I shit. am not I am not a pimp, okay? I am a manager. Okay. It's a I'm very a big manager. difference. I'm yeah. a, I am a, a cus- management position. <laughs> I am in upper management. Now get out on the street, you bitch. <laughs> to be clear, yes, we are stealing Jeff Dunn's joke. Don't don't sue us. We're not Amy Schumer. Don't worry. We're not we're not pieces of shit. We actually attribute our jokes to their source if we do borrow them. You know, you know who is who my favorite uh well, who one of my favorite comics is, and I've been listening to him a a lot lately, is Nick DiPaolo. You guys Mm. Yeah, he's funny. He's he's funny. He he does. Yeah, Crowder mentions him a lot. He does a daily free podcast now. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. So, uh, everybody's got a podcast now. 
You know, say like everybody's got. And I'm not shitting. I'm just saying like you know, say like podcasts are now like the fucking like candy. Yes, of like and I am person, and I am thrilled about that. Now people people think I would be mad, but look, as someone who has been doing podcasting for a long time, uh, and I'm going to use this as a segue. Um, oh, bold move there. My uh, my 13th anniversary is coming up on Wednesday, and as someone Aww. and as someone who has been doing this for a long ass time, I'm thrilled that people finally know what this is. So, and you take her out to dinner? I no, I I wish. What I was gonna say <laughs> is I've been podcasting for 13 years. So. <laughs> yeah, you you can have like a special like birthday cake for your podcast, you know? Uh. Maybe I'm like, what do you, you got to celebrate? Like everybody's got their like fucking celebrations for these podcasts and shit with like, oh, we hit a million subscribers. Yay. Celebration time. And you have the YouTubers who are just like, I don't give a shit about you guys. I'm just going to make another video or they'll be like that. They'll be like, you know what? It's so special that I'm not going to make it special. I'm just going to make it like any other video. Well, which, which type are you going to be? Are you going to, are you going to take her on a dinner or are you just going to, Parker at home be like, no, it's just a normal day. We're not, we're not like that. We're not going to buy into that consumerism, man. No, you want, you, you want to know what I'm going to do for real? You want me to reveal yeah, my for plans? Real. I'm, yeah. I'm going to invite a whole, a whole bunch of uh, guests who have been on the podcast before. Yeah, it, that's how you do it. If their schedule allows, so you, Phil, are, you and Phil are definitely invited. I'm going to invite. Oh, uh, thank you. I'm going to invite uh, Jeff Hamill on. So. Oh, we can finally have our little... Because he wanted to talk to us at one point. Old, you know, on the show. Yeah. He used, to, he used to be our producer way back in the day. When he was... Aww. When he was still conservative. So... Um, well, what happened there? <laughs> ask him. Quite well. Like, dude, what the fuck, man? Did you go to the dark side? Um... Yeah, sort of. Oh boy, we'll confirm him back. We'll bring him back to the to the light. We'll show him the light. By the by, the way, uh, and Andrew Gillum's attorney confirms that that nude picture is in fact uh, <laughs> Andrew Gillum. Oh god, that's awkward. Uh, Full confirmation, right? Because we need that. Speaking of. Uh, Speaking of gay men, I'm going to post something in your, uh... Wait, what? what what's this, Sam? You, you're gonna what now? You're gonna come out what now? <laughs> nah, nah. You're gonna post what now and where now about what? We have to support him in his new journey, okay? <laughs> Just support him. Like I, I know it was for something else, but the way you just started, I was like, <laughs> yeah. oh, dude, you're fucking like setting yourself up there, and I'm gonna take advantage of it." No, I, no. He's, yeah. So hey, hey, he's gonna take advantage of it. <laughs> he's gonna take advantage. Of it. Sorry, um, watch your butthole, uh, Sam. It, it, God, we're it's, more homophobic than crowded. It's 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 bad enough that John Arcade tries to to hit on me. So, <laughs> oh, he's got yeah, I got competition. I got to deal with now. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. Seriousness though, I I did drop uh, something in your just 
in your Discord since you since you mentioned uh, bike helmets a, a few minutes ago. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're yeah, that, that's him. God damn. I like how there's a TBS logo <laughs> in the corner. I know, right? That's cute. No, that yeah. no, that's the that's the network that he was on back in the day. So that's actually pretty good. I mean, here's the thing about Owen is like he actually had some good gigs going for him, but then he started talking about the moon and Jews and. Yeah, and then he only he and then he accused uh, a bunch of people of trying to like send poison gummy dicks. So uh, <laughs> yeah, he accused you. You're like a that, that that's sort of like a coalition you were a part of of poisoning his kids. Yeah, and here and here's the thing is like all we do is basically all we were doing at that point was basically just like shooting the shooting the breeze on the internet, like talking at like random shit like guitars and like you know just like random stuff so. that was too much for owen can't handle it because well he didn't like the fact that we were that we were more liked than he was i guess and then he started drinking turpentine <laughs> oh yeah so that one's my favorite one. That he thinks Turk and Turpentine's gonna like get the gay out of <laughs> him. Hey, maybe Andrew Gilm should hit him up on that. Maybe maybe he'll he'll be he'll be like uh, Ellen will be like guys Gilm should totally drink Turpentine. So oh my god, he probably will fucking say it. Owen Benjamin, what a poor lost soul. Yeah, Vox Day isn't much, isn't much better though either. So he's yeah. What happened to him? Uh, he he was always weird. To be honest, like even even when Milo was friends with him, I, I even like messaged Milo once and was like, "Eh, I like you, Milo, but this Vox guy, I don't know him." And I I'm sorry, Sean. I know you like Mike's. I know you like Mike Th- Thernovich, but <laughs> he weirds me out a bit too, Thernovich. Nah, trust me. I I met him cool dude he is what he, he's he's for real i mean he he sometimes i disagree with some things he's um said about trump on twitter i think he's a bit too hard on trump but i get he's doing game he's doing strategy but the dude trust me he, milo says he fulfills his obligations all the time so he's a reliable dude and that that tells that's for me as somebody who hates unreliableness and has to deal with it all the time um, I mean, anybody that's done the group project knows who I'm talking about. When somebody's yes. reliable, that is a strong uh, character um, suit right there. And that, that means a lot to me. I know in, in the political world that means a hell of a lot. But Cernovich, I, I, have, I have respect for him. I really do like him. And I would say give him another shot. Give him a fair shake. He, he, he's, he's a cool dude. Quick side rant about group projects, since you brought that up. Um, oh, please do. So, uh, I, I wish... <laughs> Which one are you in this time? I wish school was just canceled at this point, rather than Which... them doing on- online classes, because now I have to do a group project online. I was already stuck with one, and two of my group members didn't really do shit. Uh... One in particular did nothing, and... I gave a pretty uh, um, 
brutally honest uh, report, and they didn't like that. Yeah, well, we're supposed to do a, we're supposed to do like a group project in my in my marketing class, and I'm kind of worried about it. Yep. So. Do you have to do like an ad campaign? That's what I'm doing. Yeah, we're doing we're doing an ad campaign. We're doing an ad campaign for a, for a, for like a women's shampoo too, which I have. N- it's progressive of you, Sam. It's it's not my it's not my choice. Uh, we didn't really know what to do, so this chick this chick was kind of like, "Well, I know I know a lot about it's." Her company, I guess, makes it or whatever. So we were kind of like, okay, cool. But now with us, like, meeting online, I'm sure it'll turn out okay. But, like... Well, see, do you have... um, See, okay, I've done a bunch of these. I've done, I think, two of them in classes. And, you know, I... Have you ever seen Gavin McGinnis' TED Talk? Uh... I've I've seen his stand-up comedy, but I'm not sure if I've seen his TED Talk. His TED Talk is required viewing if you're doing a group project. It is it he sums up perfectly every fucking hatred I have for group projects. They are the bane of my existence and they suck because people suck. I, I mean, yes. especially in group projects. Uh, yes. It's because people are just there. Like the people that want to do group projects are the ones that want you to do the work for them. They don't want to do work. They want to leech off of you and let other people do the work for them. So what I recommend doing is, you know, work with what you got. If somebody's not doing their work, push them to do it. Uh, the one I'm currently in, this one guy didn't do shit. But we were told like in your peer evaluations, because we do like three of them during this whole process, be honest. And I was honest. I said, hey, look. I did a lot of work. This other girl did a lot of work. This other girl did some. This guy did a little bit. But this guy did nothing. So we were luckily great individually um, based on that. So it wasn't some Marxist thing where we're all given the equal grade, even if, you know, one guy did shit and we all did, you know, and other people did a lot of the work um, and they got the same grade. But my professor has been talking to the guy who didn't do shit behind the scenes and is hopefully straightening him out. So... It is. It does suck. I feel your pain, but you kind of have to just, um, you kind of have to just plow through it. And I, I hate to say it, but and it is annoying. But if you can't get people to do the work, then you just kind of have to do all the work. Then and you know, the one good thing is you know it'll be done properly. Yeah, I know. Um, look, I mean, I'm, I, I wasn't that worried about about it up until the school got like put online. So, mm. um, the other thing is, I don't, I don't know what I'm going to do about my uh, marketing internship uh, anymore. Yeah, I, I, I think, I think my marketing internship is done, done actually, because I was in charge. Well, I wasn't in charge, but like my main job was to actually write stories and cover events that were that were going on in the school so kind of like a journalist thing oh fuck yeah that does suck but Cause i know a few friends are in a similar situation where they had internships with school related stuff and now it's just gone yeah i mean i'm i mean the good news is is i talked to my professor uh and i'm she can't really like give me a grade on it but i'm gonna get a pa- I'm, i know i'm gonna get a pass um as that's good 
as is everyone in the internship program because we can't really do anything because of corona but but I will say this I actually I I shouldn't say I actually but just in general I really like the people that I that I worked uh for and with so um and that technically I still do it'll just be interesting telecommuting so um, yeah I mean I will say like I even you know, because we're kind of we're in very similar both both boats both uh, ad marketing guys trying to weave through this internship world. I right before uh, I was told that my school would have any sort of cancellations of in person classes, there was a local open house for some internship gig, and I went and I didn't even I'm not gonna lie and take it like. I don't want to say I didn't take it seriously. I just was kind of like, eh, we'll see what happens. I wasn't like super like, oh, this is the gig I need to get. You know, I wasn't that sort of, in that sort of mode. But I went there. I didn't even have my suit because I left at school. So I didn't even know I was going to do this thing. And I got it. I don't know how, why, or what. And it is unpaid, which sucks. But um you know and i'm gonna look around but i'm glad i did it because two days later penn state announced um that classes would be uh, canceled in person till april 3rd and then a you know a few days ago they announced no more class for the rest of the semester in person all online so i'm like i hope i'm gonna still get this internship gig that i got i think i will but it might be my only option now because I bet a lot of employers are either going to be doing unpaid internships, which is no different from what I have, or just none, you know? Well, you know, what's funny is basically my uh, my boss who for the school who, who, who heads up marketing, because I told him, hey, I have friends at Penn State, and they said that their, you know, campus is getting closed for uh, two weeks. And, um, basically I was told that like whatever Penn State does, we're probably going to do for, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know why Penn State is so special that you guys influence Florida universities <laughs> so much, but apparently you guys do. So then once I heard from you that you guys were closing for the rest of the semester, I was like, yep, we're going to do the same. So so thanks, Sean. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's a Big Ten status. We really flex it. Apparently. I was I was just looking. I was just browsing around Twitter because uh, why, why not? not? Why the fuck not? Wait, but you're. And there's a there's a tweet. There was a tweet by the World Health Organization and it happened in January. Right. So. They said uh, preliminary investigations conducted by the Chinese authorities have found no clear evidence of human to human transmission of the novel coronavirus identified <laughs> in Wuhan, China. What? Wow. What? Drink, drink that one in. Why are they, Something Owen Benjamin believes. Why are they calling it the novel? Oh, no, he believe, he doesn't even believe the, the virus exists. Oh shit! That's yeah. a hot take. <laughs> but yeah, the, the 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 World Health Organization, which is basically, you know, 
a stoolie for China now too. But um, but yeah, they 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 were like, this is another thing that the Chinese did. Like they they basically said that this virus wasn't a big deal. They, you know, you can't get it from human to human interaction, which that's now a fucking lie, obviously. Like hundreds of thousands of people infected and thousands of deaths later. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, that's the case now. And it's like a lie. It's a dumb lie. It is. But it's but but this is this is part of what the this is another part of what the Chinese did to put everyone basically in danger. Like the fact that they did nothing, they covered it up. And then by the time they decided to do some shit, it was way too fucking late. And like pretty much the whole world got infected. Trillions of dollars lost. Like, like they need to, they need to fucking pay. See, I thought the Chinese would at least be good at lying. They're really just like, what the fuck? I mean, it's like when they said, Oh, it's the U.S. Army that brought the coronavirus. Are you fucking yeah. kidding me? <laughs> that actually made me laugh when I heard it, just because, yeah. uh, just because you know, you know, like you know, like when a kid, I like sometimes when like a little kid will lie, but they're so bad at it, it's almost like yeah, it's almost like that's laughable. Really <laughs> Yeah, that's like, that's arguably why Trump actually that is why Trump is calling it the Chinese virus. Yeah. He said it himself. He's like, look, look, you know what the Chinese said? They said that our soldiers caused this damn virus. No, that's not going to happen on my watch. It's the Chinese virus. It came from China. But Mr. Trump, that's racist. Yeah, 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 yeah. No kidding. That's it. That is yeah. actually, that that is actually. I'm like, what? Why are you guys complaining about? You know, why are you guys complaining about racism at a time like again, like this? Again, it's not even race. It's not even racist. China's not even a fucking race. Like, what are they talking about? And it's like when it, did it, the yeah. left care about fucking Asians anymore? They don't give a shit about them. Just ask Harvard. Yeah, that. Yeah, that's true. Um, I mean, I guess the one good thing to come out of this, uh, about, out of this coronavirus thing is that Seraph, not a sponsor of the, uh, program, <gasps> Ooh, yet, yes. has, uh, has discounted all their graphic design software. Um, I don't know if Eric, if Evil Eric is still in the, uh, chat, but, um, Eric, as a fellow graphic designer, I'm sure, I'm sure, well, you're more of a graphic designer. I would make good friends with him. You're more of a graphic designer than, than I am. I'm, I'm not, I'm not even really, I, I've noodled around with it, but yeah, I've, I've got a whole bunch of, so that's how I'm going to kill, I'm, that's how I'm going to kill the time. I'm going to try and teach myself graphic design while I can. Dude, do it. Honestly, um. I I will gladly uh, sell the Seraph Affinity Suite for everyone because um, I think I've used it maybe a little bit more than you. I think you're pretty new to it, sounds like. But I mean, I'm pretty new too. But I have been, um, you know, I've used Photoshop a lot in my life. And Penn State finally, during my junior year, 
gave us uh, access to the Adobe Creative Cloud suite, the full shebang for free. Well, free, quote unquote, pay for fucking tuition. It's good advertising for Adobe and a good way to hook people on their products. I know what they're doing. But it's also good for us ad marketing people because when you apply for jobs and shit, they want to see that shit on your resume that you can do Photoshop, you can do Illustrate, you can do InDesign. But if you're more of a freelancer, if you, you know, want something for home and your employer doesn't give it to you for free, you know, the Creative Cloud Suite and you can't use it at home, which, you know, I, I don't know if I'm going to be uh, getting access to if I do the internship I do. Just find me. I understand it. But it just sucks because I use it every day for our YouTube channel. Um, you know, to make the thumbnails, to produce the videos and do the little wavy thing with After Effects to uh, get rid of the background on let's on some figures, uh, you know, image to put them on a thumbnail that I use and that I create an illustrator. I mean, it's, it's a lot of what we do. And I am, you know, I, I can't afford it. I simply can't afford to buy it. It's fucking expensive as shit paying that subscription every month but the wonderful people at Seraph and I'm not paid to say any of this I'm no shill uh, but they have created an all Adobe suite an all creative cloud basically and they're slowly adding more and more pieces to it but their suite is incredibly cost effective I'm hoping they add like an audio editor at one point because uh, to kind of like counteract uh, Adobe Audition, which is what I'm using right now to mix the audio podcast. Um, yeah, I mean, they, they might. I think they're going to stick more of graphic tools for now. Um, maybe, maybe they'll try something else. I'm not sure yet, but you know, the only they're the best alternative. I tried their free trial of uh, Affinity Photo, and Affinity Photo is the best Photoshop alternative. It's it, on on a normal day, it's only fifty bucks, and you get to keep it forever. You get free updates, uh, except when they do a full huge version, and I think you have to pay uh, the fifty bucks again. But still, that's one, less still less than one month of the Creative Cloud, and Great, yeah, cr- it's pretty damn close to Adobe Photoshop. Like it's pretty good. Creative Cloud is a uh, is a big ass ripoff for sure. So. Oh, yeah, it's because Adobe has a fucking monopoly on the marketplace and there's no competitor. And Affinity's the best competitor by far and one of the only. And it's it looks pretty good. I mean, I've used like most of the features. I mean, is is Photoshop is the Adobe suite still the best? Yes, it genuinely is. But for the price, it just isn't worth it. And Affinity's fantastic. And I'm going to. Now, right now, they're having a great sale because of the coronavirus thing. All their software's 50% off. It's by far the best sale they've ever had. On Black Friday, Cyber Monday, it's usually only 30%. But now it's 50% off. It's an absolute steal. It's the best bargain you're going to get. So I recommend everybody get it. If anything, and this is what I'm doing just as a backup, in case you can't get Adobe Creative Cloud for free through your workplace or whatever, you will still have some quality editing tools. And Affinity is by far the best compared to all the other alternatives out there. And it's available on Mac and PC. And it's available on iPad, too. 
only 25 bucks so you can get two for one that's two-thirds of the suite right there i'm probably going to get the full thing um at least two of them they're illustrator and photoshop alternatives and it's a great deal it's pretty you know good community great updates they send every once in a while from what i understand and i can't recommend it enough because adobe is just a ripoff and you know it's I'm probably going to be, if, if I'm going to go full poor people, so I'm going to be editing on GarageBand, which I still do now, even with the Adobe Suite. I never touched Audition, except maybe once. Uh, and then use Affinity to uh, photo to get rid of the backgrounds on images and then put it all in Affinity Designer to create the thumbnail and edit it. My videos, I guess, maybe I'll break down, get Final Cut, or else I'll do iMovie for a bit i don't know but you I've, know it just I've adobe used, is annoying i've used both uh i use both iMovie and final cut i'm actually working on new on a new intro for this show uh in final cut so what do you think of final cut i'm curious i'm st- i'm still learning it but i like it so it's it's have it's, you used premiere uh, I used it a long time ago, did not really care for it, so. When I well, first used Premiere, it was kind of frustrating, I'm not going to lie, because there's certain things about that just didn't make a lot of sense to me. I've gotten used to it. I bet I could use Final Cut and I'd be fine with it, but Premiere is pretty good once you get used to it. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's a pros-con thing, because... I feel like you could like final, you know, fi- uh, final cut. That, that's like uh, the Apple products. They're easier to use, mm-hmm. but you could definitely do a lot more with, you know, the Adobe products. And then you have like with the Apple products, you can you can pay a one time thing and you just own the own the fucking software. Yeah. And then, you know, with Adobe, you just you have to buy a subscription, which I guess, depending on however long you use, it can be more over time. And, you know, it's yeah, it's give or take, I guess, you know, pros, cons. I don't honestly. I've heard from some people that you can do basically as much in Final Cut, but I've heard some people say otherwise. I think it depends what you're doing. I think for most of us, especially YouTubers, I think Final Cut's more than enough. Yeah. Final Cut is probably overkill for a lot of people, but I'm, I mean, like, I'm just trying, right now I'm learning how to do, like, intros for myself. I mean, the other thing is, like, I'm self-teaching myself a lot lot of this stuff, too. Yeah. So. I'm mostly self-taught, too. I mean, I started using Premiere in a film class, but they really didn't teach us much. I kind of figured things out quicker than they were teaching us. Um, But... I think there's also I think it's compressor and some and motion are the other two things you can get. The sister programs are basically like an After Effects and some other thing. Um, so I think if you're doing intros, I think you would need to get motion. I already have mo- motion act. Mm, okay. So, um, How is that, by the way, compared to like After Effects? I haven't used motion as much right now. I'm just trying to learn. Uh, fine. Mo- motion is, uh, motion is up next though. So, dude, After Effects is fucking confusing to me. I still don't understand that 
app. I mean, I've tried it. I, the only thing I was able to do is create this little, as you see on our videos, that uh, audio wave that, you know, responds to the audio we have in our videos. I mean, I learned that through a YouTube tutorial. That's a good thing about the Adobe stuff is you can YouTube everything with it. But my God, trying to learn that program on your own is just, oh, it just, it's so counterintuitive to everything you've known about every other app you've ever used before because it's all about keyframes and setting stuff to do things at certain times with multiple timelines it's like oh uh, oh yeah yeah oh yeah that's why i mean that's why those people get paid the big bucks so i definitely appreciate what they do so mm-hmm. yeah that's the one thing is my internship it sounds like they use a lot of after effects they don't even use premiere they just use fucking after effects and i was like do i need to know this before i start that job he's like no don't worry about it. You'll learn. I'm like, okay. Well, that's good at least. So. Yeah, could be a good experience then. Learn fucking After Effects. Yeah, and and for those folks, uh, you know, just tuning in, if if you're kind of like, what are these guys just shooting the breeze for? That's exactly what we're doing. We're sick of Corona uh, news, and we're trying to talk about other shit. Too. Yeah, that's actually kind of what we are doing accidentally. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're the we're the Versa Media people bringing the non-Corona news. Mm -hmm. That that's that's a whole thing though too. That's kind of bizarre. I mean, I do want. I guess this could be a topic in in and of itself. But I mean, I know that coronavirus is like a big thing. I get it. But that's all that's in the news right now. Yeah. 24 7 the o the only thing the only thing that's like non-newsworthy is that like is that tom brady is finally like he's coming to tampa he's coming to my city yeah yeah that's <laughs> a big got a few things on that but, well i mean um, I, I, it's big i mean it, it it's really big because uh yeah tampa bay wasn't doing so hot and i like they're there's a lot of buzz now. Now that Tom Super Brady's Bowl. down there, a lot of buzz now. A lot of ticket sales are going up, merchandise, all that. Yeah, like. But yeah, it's a big, it's a big deal, and I think he fit real, like from a football perspective. I think he fits pretty well with what, like Tampa, with the tools that Tampa Bay has. Like they have quite a few good receivers. They got like their offense. Like if if they all they need to do, all Tampa Bay needs to do is just shut the fuck up and get out of the way and let Tom Brady run the offense. Yeah. If they could do that, they'll be OK. If they try to like go, oh, hey, Tom Brady, hey, maybe we do stuff down here that like not good. That would not be a good idea because then Tom Brady be like, oh, yeah. How many Super Bowls do you have? I got I got more Super Bowls in my left hand than this whole <laughs> fucking team has. OK, you shut the fuck up and let me do my thing and then we'll 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 see how far we fly, which I which I actually think is what he should do on the very first day. Um, yeah. But and I mean, I hate to be drear, but I'm kind of like eh, I'm, I'm excited about it. But again. Is it even going to happen, or are we going to be quarantined forever? So. Yeah, well, I mean, hopefully, 
hopefully we get oh i'm 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 a little optimistic on that one i think me too i think by within with within a month or two i think we're we'll have you know we'll have normal we'll have drugs we'll have you know i i think a a vaccine could be in circulation something i think something medically will happen where we can start containing this thing and We'll have a new, you know, hey, we'll have a new billionaire. <laughs> whoever creates this, whoever creates the cure of this thing deserves to be a billionaire. It, it, a vaccine better happen because, I mean, some people, some people are speculating that we'll be in that this that we'll be in this crisis until July, which I'm kind of like, uh, I'm not. I think we'll be in the tail end of it. Then I think that's when it'll be going down substantially but i think our peak is going to be in april at some point i don't know when but i i i you know i trump also might be you know i mean he thinks this way i'm not saying this is what he's saying but he will sometimes oversell things so that uh as li taught us and the leadership institute school you overpromise or, or underpromise and overperform, and he's stretching it out like it's going to take this long time. And then turns out, oh, he did it quicker than he said he would. Wow, they were ahead of schedule. I'm not saying he knows for certain when this is going to end, but he may be, you know, he's got good instincts. So he may be saying it's going to end later than it actually will, so that it's, you know, they can say that they did it quickly uh, and they did it ahead of schedule, which I don't blame him, especially given how terribly the media has treated him. I think it would just be smart of him to do it that way. Yeah, I mean, I, I, and I mean, I heard something about like how him and like Fauci or whatever are like disagreeing on stuff. The media. No, I mean, no. this is like we were talking about this on our stream. It you, we, Ben Carson said this on TV on Fox a few uh, hours ago, and I think he worded perfectly. Uh, and this is how Scott Adams would look at the situation too, which is they they are different people looking at things differently. That's all it is. Trump has a business mind. Fauci has a scientist mind. When you have a business mind, you're going to look at things as. How as, well, you're going to look at it in terms of speed and uh, investment and trying things out. Trump is saying we need we're in an emergency. We need to deal with this quickly. Uh, so let's try this thing out. It's got high benefits and low costs. Let's try it out. What could go wrong? Well, well, how bad could it really be? Let's just try it. Whereas Fauci's looking at it from a more scientific perspective, which is, well, we really don't know if this works. Uh, it could. There's been some anecdotal cases that are promising, but we need to do tests. We need to do more studies first to actually before we can recommend this to people. I personally think Trump's strategy, his mindset, it's it's probably the better um, way of thinking right now because we are in a very do or die situation. We don't have time to be doing scientific studies and examining things super closely. And I think Fauci knows that, but I think his scientific instincts are getting the better of him. And I don't blame him for that. I think it's good to have that mix of perspectives because 
different professions think differently. And this is a perfect case that it's actually a beautiful difference that's constructive because it will force the best um, uh, response to this virus possible. It's going to force innovation. It's going to force the best solution. And it's going to save lives, honestly. So, again, just to reiterate, it's a business mind versus a science mind. Business minds think in terms of speed and in terms of A-B testing. Well, it's, and, you it, know, it, it promotes competition, too, because you know there's a lot of fucking people that want to get the cure for this thing so they could sell it. And, yeah. you know, uh, look, comp- competition, you get the best out of you get the best out of things when you're competing against one another. Did you guys uh, speaking of business and whatnot, did you guys I don't know. Do you guys uh, ever watch Norm Macdonald's stuff? Yeah, I've seen some of his stuff. I started watching a bit of his Netflix show, then I, for whatever reason, stopped. Norm Norm Macdonald, he's he's another comedian I I love. He he did a he actually did a hilarious stand up routine on on the Corona virus. Um, and I'll, I'll send you guys the link to watch. I I'm not I'm not sure. Maybe maybe. Maybe we all can watch it, watch it together. I'm not uh, sure, but he does this great bit about um, coronavirus and how you know everyone everyone likes to bitch at how evil big pharma is up until uh, you know scenarios. So they want to cure up until scenarios like this. I mean the way the way he does it is funny, but it's also true. So, yeah, you know, and like yeah. And like I'm not the biggest proponent of big pharma. I, I do think that you know big pharma tends to you know overreach in a lot of areas, but this is certainly one of those where you know if we, if we can get a cure, um, you know, I think that's good. I also going back to bitching about the gripers, uh, you know, Israeli scientists are also working on on a cure, and and the gripers are like freaking out and saying stuff like. Oh well, well of course they're work. Of course they're, of course they're working on a cure. You know, why are what do they know about the coronavirus? You know, all all that all that retarded shit that they do. And I'm like, you do realize Israel's one of the biggest like pharmaceutical suppliers in the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, well, yeah, well, and they're they're making it into a big conspiracy, and I'm like. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, of course, I'm like, why are you guys bitching about the, about the Israelis, like, you know, doing about, about the Israelis doing this? Like, you know, they could actually be really helpful in this situation. So. Well, and I noticed, like, because we actually talked to a few of these groupers recently, they also are under this weird delusion that Trump has done nothing. And and they're pissed off at him for that. They think he's done nothing. They think this is like a, like uh, that this is going to be a big apocalypse. They think he's been totally useless through it. And um, one of the other things they were saying, I forget, we we mentioned this, but they have some really weird opinions about this whole thing. And I'm like, what point? Them? Oh, and they also they're falling for the stupid um, hindsight is 2020 and all of this. They go. Well, he could have done this. He should have done this. I'm like, I, I, I didn't 
quite say as well as I should, but Scott Adams put it perfectly when he said everybody thinks that everybody's a genius after the fact. Everybody thinks they know what should have been done after stuff was done. And that that sort of thinking really pisses me off when people do that and they criticize people. It's like, you know, you weren't making the decisions. You weren't under the pressure. You didn't have to make the hard choices. Somebody did and they did the best that they could with the cards they were dealt. So fuck off and shut up. So the Gripers are kind of doing the, uh, the Griper, A, it's funny to me that the Gripers are, uh, taking the narrative from the New, from the New York, from the, uh, New Yorker magazine, or, yeah, or, that, no, or no, I'm sorry, from the Atlantic, that's the source I mentioned earlier, because the Atlantic is run by evil Jews, quote, <laughs> But no, no, in no, in all seriousness, it's funny that the Gripers are. I mean, I'm not that all that surprised because the Gripers are leftists pretending to be alt right, or you know, right wingers. But it, it's it's kind of funny how like the super uber far right and the in uh, the far left are taking the same narrative of blaming Trump for the coronavirus. You know? That's the weird thing about the Groypers is they talk about how awful journalism journalists are and how you can't trust the media. And then they believe every bullshit thing the media says. Like one even cited the New York Times to me about something. And I'm like, and you trust the New York Times? And then they just got silent. <laughs> yeah. So, so, uh. Yeah, it, it's 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 ridiculous. I mean, and and again, this this is kind of what this is kind of what I'm. This was kind of what I was referring to earlier. Of the one thing that the, about the coronavirus hysteria. I mean, it's kind of like a political Rorschach test for America because, you know, like certain people see what they want to see. You know, there there's a certain percentage of money to blame the Democrats you know, for the coronavirus and, and the deep state. And then there's like a certain percentage wanting to blame Trump for the coronavirus when in reality, like I said, it's the chai comms. Yeah, it's like, it, it is a, it's a test on everyone. I mean, it's not only a test on the world's medical capacity, you know, are we prepared for a pandemic, which obviously we are not, but and also, I mean, can we adapt? How quickly can we adapt? America can adapt. Britain is failing at adapting. China's well, they do whatever China does. They they know how to get more power China. and control. China is what they're doing uh, with in terms of authoritarianism. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, what was the media? Well, what do, you know, it's a test on the media. Like, can they actually report things accurately? Can they put politics and their biases aside to report things accurately and be a productive force uh, for providing people with information and not just be hacks? Well, no, they can't. Uh, can Democrats put their differences aside to actually help President Trump and to help the people of this country um, fight the coronavirus? For the most part, no. Some of them, and credit where credit's, credit where credit's due, goes to um, Gavin Newsom and uh, Cuomo, especially Cuomo. He's been the most decent of all of them by far. Even most- even Elon Omar, right? Even Elon Omar was crediting Trump with the 
coronavirus response, right? Oh, really? Yeah. Holy shit. Holy. Yeah, hold on. Hold on. Holy, you need to find that tweet. Holy shit. I mean, hell, hell has... Hell has finally frozen over, ladies and gentlemen. The the, the apocalypse might actually be happening. So. Well, I forgot to mention this too on uh, the stream before, but Trump's again. I take I do take polls with a grain of salt. They are mostly bullshit. But in an ABC poll, a recent one, Trump has a fifty-five percent approval rating of the coronavirus. Okay. In terms of. Uh, Oh, that's unbelievable for him. Oh, more. Okay. So, so the tweet was, she tweeted, politics aside, this is incredible and the right response in this critical time with a hand clapping emoji. Was it in reference to any article or like tweet she was retweeting? Uh, wait, hold on. Let's get this. Uh, yeah. So this was in response to... Uh, Trump suspending mortgage foreclosures, demanding cash payments to Americans, uh, invoking the Defense of Production Act to force private firms to produce needed supplies. Um, okay. Which, yeah, which was yeah, was was the right move. I mean, at that oh, time, it is it is the right move. And yeah, Elon Omar praised him, which, yeah. And yeah, yeah. And rightfully so. I mean, Trump has been a someone man of buy, Someone buy the devil a coat because I'm pretty sure hell froze over. Yeah. I mean, Trump has been every day. Those press conferences have been action packed. I mean, it's every day is a new piece of action. He's going out there and doing things every day. Uh, OK, yeah. So we'll continue this one here. Hold on. Uh, Ayanna Presley, which She's shitty, but whatever. Always says unprecedented times require unprecedented leadership, and we are seeing that in our country right now. I have faith that we will survive this as a nation and build together. Finally, we should never let politics get in the way of good policy. This is a great start and hope others will be a part of a united front to push for good policies that will help us work through the economic anxiety this country is feeling right now. Wow. Yeah. See, uh, this, this pandemic has the potential to bring us greater unity than after 9-11. It really does. Will it? I don't know. But these, this is maybe. like, this is where you can separate the decent people from the fucking scum. Well, I, w I wouldn't, I, w I would. I wouldn't call it Ilan Omar decent. I but. Yeah, I would clear that one. But yeah, but it can but help. yeah, you're right. It can but you are right. Help. Red Corona in the chat actually made a great comment, which I have pinned to the uh, stream here. He says, "Can you imagine how nuts they are going to be if if Israel comes up with with a virus cure?" He's referring to the Gripers, I think. Oh, that'd be hilarious! Yeah, yeah they're yeah. already. They're already losing their shit. But yeah, no, I mean, every look that, that that's a ridiculous complaint about Israel. Like everyone is working on a fucking on something to combat this shit. Like this is this is what happens. You know, there's a whole bunch of people try like when something's killing this many people, there's, there's people are go, people all over the place are going to be working on 
on, on a cure, on a vaccine, on a drug or something. I mean, that's ridiculous to just say, oh, my God. And then and then people are saying, oh, we're bitching about the foreign aid. And I'm like, I, I'm like, do, 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 you, do you even know what you're talking about when it comes to foreign policy? I mean, it's like we're not just giving like they're like they're like we're giving three billion to Israel. It's like, well, we're not really giving it. We're there's business going on. There's, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff that are, that's involved, and there's a lot of business that we are doing over there that's tied into the foreign aid. It's not mm. like we're not just coming over there with suitcases going up. Oh, here's three billion dollars. Uh, I don't know. It's it's just ridiculous. People. People are also mad, and this isn't really been political, but there, but there are some tech analysts out there who are mad. How could Apple be releasing a new iPad and a new MacBook at a time like this? This is the wrong time for a launch. We're in crisis, and it's like no. well, they they have to get it out. They have to get it out before the before we start kicking China's ass. Well, like up, oh, we gotta go. We got to get this mess out before they start cracking down on the Chinese trades and tariffs and all that shit. Well, not well, not just that though. I'm I'm thinking more like from a practical level of like, you guys like this is actually pretty good because if people are like buying, you know, like those people that, those people that can buy like new iPads and whatnot, and you know, people those that can should because it'll help like boost the economy somewhat mm -hmm. at least so it's it's gonna be weird um because sean and i were talking about the uh the mac pro and like when it comes out like uh i guess tim cook was touting that they're uh they're building it in the united states like they're building the mac pro in the united states yeah but it's it's going to be fucking pricey, really fucking pricey. You're talking about the prices are starting, I think, at six grand, and they can go all the way up to like fifty, what fifty three thousand? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that yeah, that's that's for the Mac Pro though. That's like for the super yeah. super high end, like yeah, the premier holy shit computer. Yeah, but you know, like for the for like the new iPad Pro, like. That's what I'm saying, though. If, if people can buy them, they should because, you know, then that might bring the stock market up a little bit. So, you know, which will be good for all of us, hopefully. So, so um, yeah. Any uh, Anything else in terms of, you know, I mean... I, I, We're trying... Are you trying over here? Damn it! Easy. <laughs> Don't ask for so much. The, I think this is like the most casual stream I've had in in a while. So yeah. Um, but if the apocalypse ever does happen, uh, it's going to be dictator Phil that saves saves us all. So. <laughs> Which, uh, they better they better hope there there's gonna be a lot of executions if I ever take over. A lot of executions. How do you think I got this name? Like, yeah, sure. 
Sean, myself, and a whole bunch of other people used to have conversations of what, I, like, if I was dictator, this is what would happen. Like, dude, there would be, like, like I always, like, for example, I always felt like there's we don't execute enough people in this country. Like, yes. we don't. I don't even think Texas does it enough, right? Like, there's so many. There, like, people. I hate when liberals say we. There, there should not be uh, – no one deserves the death penalty. I'm like, there's plenty of fucking people that deserve the death penalty, right? There are murderers. There are rapists. If you rape a child, you should be executed. Um, if you, like, if you uh, like run a Ponzi scheme that people lose their life savings and have to – and end up committing suicide, yeah, you're probably getting executed there too. Um like I, I think yeah. There's a lot of people. There's a lot of people. I like like you. You can't just say nobody. Nobody deserves. Nobody deserves the the to be executed. Like no, that's 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 wrong. I'm sorry. You know why should my tax dollars pay for their fucking three hots and a cot for the rest of their fucking lives, man? That's bullshit. Yes. Yeah. The, I, I can't agree more. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. No. The prison system. I mean, I, I. I definitely agree with Gavin and a lot of libertarians, and I can't believe I'm agreeing with. Uh, I can't believe I'm agreeing with the libertarians on this, but um, you know, I do believe that the prison system is over is overrun, or overcrowded. I should say. And there's way too much legal bullshit with when it comes because they say. They're saying, like financial researchers are saying, that it costs the government more to actually execute somebody mm. than it does to keep somebody in jail for the rest of their lives. I'm like, that's fucked. Like, are you kidding me? Like, it, like it, again, if dictator Phil were in charge, it wouldn't be costing very much at all. <laughs> yeah, okay. Like, oh, because they're like, well... We have to make sure that they have legal representation if they file an appeal. And then if they want to file another appeal after that, we have to honor. We have to make sure that they are adequately represented. And then we have to, you know, we have to provide a last meal. And then we have to humanely euthanize them with like a, a numbing agent and then a paralyzing agent. And then oh the, a final one that finally euthanizes them. I'm like, shit, you get 30 days. You get 30 <laughs> days to file your appeal. And if that and if you don't get your appeal by then, you're fresh <laughs> out of fucking up. And then there's enough of those chemicals and shit. No. How about a 13 cent shell to the back of the head? Bam. There you go. <laughs> Game over. It's done. Saving money. Money saved. <laughs> there you go. Phil, Phil, I, I cannot. I have to ask you, do you know who the Punisher is? Yes. One of my favorite yes, comics. I, I I I feel like the I feel like Frank Castle is your spirit animal. Yeah, <laughs> probably, probably. Oh, but oh no no, and, and and there's a catch. Okay, I you there. I would I would bring a Death Row Hunger Games. Okay, and I would I would make it pay per view, and that money would basically fund the Department of Corrections. So so no burden on the taxpayer whatsoever. Right. Yeah. And well, what's up? Um, 
Red Red Corona wants wants to know uh, will will he exile the Barracuda to Antarctica? Um, what what did you, what did you say? Hold on, let me let me let me let me see this. Yeah, Red yeah Red Corona in the chat wants to know if you'll exile exile Owen Benjamin's uh, you know hold cult to uh, Antarctica. <laughs> Antarctica. That's not a bad idea. Damn, I gotta. Man, I, I I would I would need him on my administration. There, that, that would be. I need I would need advisors. I would need the smartest advisors. Well, somebody oh, made yeah. a good and, first and, impression. And and look and and like I'm saying, okay. So so here's another thing that I I think of too, like the Democratic Party is doing some things right now that would get themselves executed in other countries. You know that, right? Like the way that they talk about our president, the way that they talk about our president. Oh no, here we if, go. If you did that, if you do that in other countries, you're you're on the firing squad, right? You're not going to you talk this way, you know. And I I don't oh, I don't like what you're implying here, Phil. <laughs> Well, no, no, no. I'm saying, okay. So, so here's here's the thing, right? At saying what you could say whatever you want, but the actions that follow that could be construed as treason, right? <laughs> like if you go and get, if you break the law to interject what the leader is trying to do, that could be considered treason, right? No, he's not if wrong. You're if you're aiding, okay. So, so here's my thing, right? If you physically aid, like here, here's like Cory Booker when he was running for president, he aided an illegal immigrant to come over to the country, right? Dude, that's fucking treason. Like, yo, you, you, you broke the law and allowed an illegal immigrant to come in this country. Are you out of your mind? That could he could have been a criminal, right? Could have been an MS13 gang member. Killing, raping anybody, right? Uh-uh. But not on my watch. But MS-13 is just so misunderstood, Phil. They're just a bunch of kids. With- yes, we need to take time to understand why MS-13 cutting off people's heads <laughs> and raping them and all that stuff. We got to understand what did they, what did we do to make them want to do that uh, to those people? Like, are you kidding me? No, I like. You, you know the funniest thing is when um. Remember when Trump called them animals? There were literally articles, like people were jumping on saying, oh, he called all immigrants animals, which never yeah. happened. This is what this is what this is what fucking pisses me off, too. OK, they're not only are they are not a, not only what was that? What's that S word that I was, you know, having trouble like with the, the press conference? There's oh, um. Yeah, I know what you're they're, thinking of. I'm already forgetting they're it. They're shitheads. Is that what you're on? No, you you are sensationalizing. Sensationalize. There oh. we go. So the sensationalization that that these people are doing. So I, one of these things is they they cut these fucking clips. Like like you you know how when he said you're a terrible reporter to that guy, they clip they they clip this clip to where it makes it look like. 
uh, Ale- uh, the Alexander, the reporter, was saying, oh, well, what do we do? Like where he's asking an honest question and then he was just getting attacked and they sold us. Oh, he's just attacking that report, uh, that reporter for basically doing his job. Like, no, you like he was basically digging at the president. If you look at the whole thing, he was trying to say, oh, we have a drug. We were confident that it may do something. It may not. But I'm optimis- optim- optimistic and we're going to, you know, we're pushing forward. Maybe maybe it works. Maybe it doesn't. And, and, and this is where, you know, he Alexander's cutting people off and all before that. But they don't they don't they don't play that shit. Though instead, all they do is play when he asks the question and the response after that. This is bullshit. Like this is bullshit. Yeah, they should kick these fuckers out of the press room, right? <laughs> they need to kick these fuckers out of the press room. Like if you want to, like like if you're gonna do that bullshit, right? This misleading bullshit. Get the fuck out of my press room, right? You don't need to be here. Yeah, I'll- see, I was going to ask what would Dictator Phil do, and then I realized Dictator Phil wouldn't even have a press room. No, I would I would absolutely have a press room. It's, if you tried that bullshit, though, yeah, get, get out. See, get the fuck out. See, right? I, might, I might be worse than Phil when it comes to the media, because if, if I were in charge, only certain media outlets would be allowed. So, in the, uh, in the press room. I mean, I don't mind if you ask me or if you ask the tr- the president tough questions or challenging questions or something like that. But, like, there's a difference between asking provocative questions. Well, there's a difference between asking, you know, challenging questions or challenging somebody and then just sensationalizing bullshit, you know? Yeah. And... And you can't like this. And this is what they do. This is what these fuckers do. Right. They, 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 they do this all the time. Like they'll cut clips of, you know, like violence, like police violence or something like that. They'll, they'll cut a clip where it's like, Oh, they're beating an innocent person. It's like, no, no. If you, if you play the whole clip, or they'll, they did it to the Covington kids, right? They only played that one clip of, you know, of the, the kids smiling, like, no, they're play the whole clip where the black dude, the, the black he, uh, Hebrew, like people were, mm-hmm. were cursing them, cursing out these Catholic kids. Right. And, and, and where the, the, um, the, the fake vet, the fake veteran was beating a drum in front of these kids. Like, yo, play that shit before you like, it's, it's, really deceptive and Trump is 100% right. These, this is fake news. This is corrupt news. Yeah. I'll, did I ever, did I ever tell you my, uh, fake news story during the, uh, mm. during the election? No, you did not. No, you did not. So when I, so as most of the listeners will will know, and I think I've shared this with you guys too, I was not the biggest uh I was not the biggest Trump supporter, you know, when, when he first entered the race. Just, and it wasn't even because like 
I, I never got to the level of, like, never Trumper, but, like, at first I was kind of like, eh, you know, Trump's kind of like, you know, he's a celebrity, you know, this is the guy from The Apprentice, like, I like Trump, but he's, you know, like, he's a showman and he's a, uh, he's a celebrity, like, uh, you know, like, there, I think there are a bunch more people who are qualified. Well, you know, as Trump started to progress more and more, I'm like, okay, this guy is serious, and if he is the nominee, I will support him. Well, then it got to the point where, like, once it came down to Ted Cruz, you know, and Trump, I was like, yeah, I'm on the Trump train now, for sure. And um, it was, like, about that time that I guess Trump, like, made fun of that uh, reporter who, like, asked him a stupid question. And Trump, like, made fun of him or something like that. And it and it was it was revealed uh, later that that reporter ha- has like cerebral palsy or something. Oh yeah, yeah. Which is what I have. So like literally for like two months, I shit you not. That's how long I had to deal with that. I kept getting, well, Trump made some made made fun of someone with cerebral palsy, Sam. How do you feel about about that? And I'm like. And I'm like, well, first of all, if he was if he was trying to make fun of someone with cerebral palsy, he didn't do a very good job because he wasn't he wasn't emphasizing, you know, uh, gestures enough to make it like really in, insulting. I said, B, he was making fun of the reporter for having cerebral palsy. Was he was he was making fun of the reporter for being an idiot and asking stupid questions, and he made fun of him in in, in a way that. You know, he, he, I mean, he mocked the reporter in the same way he mocked Ted Cruz and whatnot. You know, like, like Trump does that, you know, arm flailing thing with everyone when he makes fun of people. Yeah, there are clips of it, too. So, um, you know, but, I mean, it just goes to show that Trump derangement syndrome, it's not as bad. Surprisingly, that's the one thing that has also gone down during the the COVID, is the Trump derangement syndrome. But I swear to God that that will be back as soon as this crisis is over, probably. So. Mm. I think that's it's actually the- an interesting story because that's how the walk away guy. That's what turned him. Um, to Trump, one of his big moments was that when he found out that that whole thing was a lie. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, and, I, and my my response was even if he did make fun of the guy, who you know, who cares? Like, I I would I would rather have a guy who makes who makes fun of disabled people, you know, than a than a than a psycho bitch that has no problem killing them, which is Hillary. So. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, come on, she she's the goddess. She's just lovely, though. Uh, no, it doesn't it doesn't matter. Like, like if you're if you're a Republican running for president, it doesn't matter who the hell you are. At that point in time, you're evil, right? You're evil, and you must racist, be stopped at all costs. Every like they did it to George W. Bush, 
They did it to John McCain, even though they fucking praised him later on. Mm -hmm. Oh, he's such a he's such a brave person for standing up to Donald Trump. Yeah. Like, no, you were just you were calling him. You were calling him the worst person in the world when he was running for president against Barack Obama. Mm -hmm. What about Mitt Romney? Mitt Romney. Same thing. Right. Went against went against Donald Trump. You were called. They were they were destroying him during the election. Right. It's it's only it's only whenever it fits their narrative. I yeah I I well and I also all these celebrities that that were like like Ellen DeGeneres who was like you know hugging George W. Bush like on you know like she was sitting, yeah, sit right sat right next to him at a Cowboys game and was like you know and like all these celebrities are like. Hey, you know, George W. Bush, what a great, what a great guy. You know, he's just, he's just a guy you could hang out with and have a beer with. And I'm like, uh-huh. and I'm like, wait a minute, you motherfuckers were calling him a war, a war criminal, not like, you know, not like 70 years ago. So and saying he was like the worst president in history. So. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, look, I'll, I'll say, well, I, I will say. Man, that was that second half. Like that second term was not very good. But, but I mean, look, it, it's not like. I mean, at least we were safe. I mean, Obama. I didn't know what the fuck was going on though. Well, with Obama's eight years, like yeah, Ob- Obama's entire presidency was was shitty and it 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 got worse as time went on. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, I mean the left just came unhinged completely, so um I mean Sean's probably Sean's probably too young to remember the first half half of the Bush era. So Yeah, I really don't. I mean Obama's the first presidency I really remember. So yeah, I, 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 I will cherish the day that Donald Trump won the election every day for the rest of my life. So, so um, same here, man. Yeah, um, and, and if for any reason it's so many people were just like shitting on this guy, and they were just going, oh, that like like the they're they're scree- when he won the election, one of my friends who's like a who's just a Democrat, like never Trumper, uh, he was like, "Just I'm gonna let you get like here's here." And he, he was like, "The Dow Jones is at this, and the unemployment rate is at this, and I, like we'll we'll see in a little bit how how uh, how terrible." Well, we're going to see how great this loser really is. And it took 24 hours. It didn't even take 24 hours. It took six hours, right? All of a sudden, boom, Dow Jones just skyrockets. Mm-hmm. Unemployment starts sinking, right? Right. The, and I'm like, you were saying? What we were what were you saying? You know, like, and then he had to delete that. He had to delete that post because he realized oh that was God. the stupidest thing he ever did. I don't. I don't mean to be graphic here, but I have to be completely honest. When all those reporters, or I shouldn't even call them reporters, when all those you know news anchors and whatnot, especially TYT, 
were like, uh-huh. were freaking out, you know, that Trump, that Trump won. I got the biggest boner from, <laughs> it, 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 it wasn't, it wasn't even like a sexual boner or what, what, uh, whatever, but they're, uh, they're just, their, their tears were uh, just the, the silence, uh, silence and tears. Oh my God. I was, yeah. And I was telling Sean this earlier. Uh, when, when the election was going on, I was watching it on Fox. I was watching on Fox News, and then, and then, as it was looking like Trump was winning, right? As Trump was finishing off the election, right? Then I started looking. Then I started turning on MSNBC. I'm like, I want to see the reaction on these fuckers' faces when, when they have to when they have to tell everybody that Donald Trump is their president, right? And then, and then all of a sudden, Rachel Maddow, you could tell she was, she was, her eyes were welding up as they, not only did Donald Trump win the election, but the Republicans got the, the House and the Senate. It's like, it's like they're going to be able to undo Roe versus Wade. They're going to get, the, they're going to be able to put in the, the next, uh, they're going to put in the next Supreme Court justice, maybe even the next two. And, and, and you look like she was ready to cry, like, tear, let me, let me taste your tears, you fucking bitch, please. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, it, it, yeah, it was, it was great. I can't, I can't wait till we can do it all over again. So, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm we we have to we have to do something. We have to do something. Like we need a big watch party. We yeah, we're and we're and we're gonna just met. Like we're just gonna completely rag on everyone, everyone, every every single news organization. We're gonna just completely. We're probably. I I think we there's a good chance, Sean. We could probably get kicked off of YouTube for that shit. Guaranteed, guaranteed, we will probably get kicked off of YouTube for some of the shit we say. It's going to be brutal. We might. That'll be the prime time to go off on a high note. Oh, yeah. It's going to be brutal. Guaranteed, guaranteed, absolutely brutal. It will be name calling. It will be, we will, we will hurt people's feelings. It doesn't matter. I don't care. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, the thing it is is you might get kicked off of YouTube, but you can you can find other platforms. So um, I mean, listen, I'm just like I said, I'm you know, I'm gonna be celebrating thirteen years of podcasting on Wednesday and I'm just getting started, mofos. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. Enter Sam, enter you at your own risk, okay? I'm not saying not saying that you know you're not welcome to be a part of this thing. Just saying enter at your own risk, okay? Because we're gonna be doing some crazy shit come the twenty twenty election. Oh right. Oh, me too. Maybe, maybe or maybe not. Maybe Susan Wojcicki might cancel us personally. That's all I'm saying. I'm just... 
Well, uh, I might as well bring some Trump babes along with me that, then, if we're, if we're gonna, if we're, mm. if we're, if we're, uh... no, Sean, you have a girlfriend, you can't be having that sort of reaction in anymore, anymore, bud, <laughs> so. Hey, I, I, I can look, I just can't touch. <laughs> okay, so. Yeah, they'll, um, I want to, I want to see, uh, like, see, see the the young Turks again, when they realize that Trump is getting another four years. Oh my God. Anna Kasparian will be so fucking traumatized. She'll get another, uh, another few plastic surgery procedures done. <laughs> I don't want to derail things, but I want to mention a funny headline from the New York post. Doctors say vaping could make coronavirus worse for young people. Really? Oh my god! <laughs> uh, Top notch reporting. Fucking vapors. Really? Ban the mall. Really? You don't? You don't say so? Good yeah. God! I mean, they are they are cutting edge reporting right there. Va- vaping is harmful. Is harmful. Who knew? More at eleven. Although I, although I've, I've got to be honest. I've, I've really wanted a cigarette this week because of the uh, coronavirus panic. So, and I. Oh, you want to kill yourself? <laughs> and I, I don't, I don't even smoke. But, uh, and I know, I, yeah, like I said, I don't even, sm- I don't even smoke, but. People, but like people freaking out around me has caught, kind of caused me to freak out a little bit. So you know, I don't know. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm glad that you guys share my views on vaping too. I know I know that there are a couple of uh, YouTubers on here that are gonna get mad at me because they like to vape during their streams. So, dude, I I just don't I I just uh it's like. All that shit to me is, like, so gross. Like, I just don't... I like breathing clean, nice, normal air. I don't... I I mean, I can't even be in the... Like, especially cigarettes, I can't even be in the same room. It's just, like... I mean, my eyes tear up. I I don't like breathing it in. It's just awful shit. Now, I will say this. I do do like cigars. That's... That's that's the one thing I I like to smoke, but like that's like twice a year maybe. So yeah, I always hear people say that they'll be like, I hate this, this is, but I like cigars, and I'm just like, I think cigars are honestly worse. Never had one, never will, but smelling them, ugh, they smell awful. Some of some of them do. Some of the some of the some of them smell like. Do you like incense? No. Not really. Oh, I mean, it depends. Oh, okay. But okay. I just don't like smelling things. I mean, my girlfriend will sometimes do candles, which I'm just like, eh, I'm not going to go do that. But, like, it doesn't bother me. Well, 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 it's a good thing you're not like Joe Biden because he likes smelling everything. So. <laughs> yeah, he likes more than just incense. <laughs> hey, it's incest. Hey, hey. Okay, look. Hey. Joe Biden is being a considerate person, okay? Oh, is look, he? Is not he? only look, not only are you getting a picture with Joe Biden, 
look, he's giving you a back rub, you know? He's giving you a nice back rub while while he's getting a picture done. And and he's smelling you to make sure you smell nice for that way when somebody when you're around other people, he knows that you smell nice, okay? He's a very considerate person, okay? Okay, nobody bought that shit. Okay, all right. No, it. I, I did. I was just, you know, I was stunned that you would even think somebody would think the opposite. I mean, it's just it couldn't be more true. It's like, look, you know, everybody's so hard on them, you know, and, you know, and, Poor and I'm sure Joe. nobody's nobody's as hard as Joe Biden in those moments. But, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> <laughs> How's that I couldn't even keep a straight face saying that one. Um, See, if I wasn't if it wasn't three a.m., I would I would actually laugh harder at that. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, well, um, well, speaking of guys, I mean, I mean, we're at two hours, and it's yeah, it is three a.m. So, uh, any final thoughts? You know. Um, I would say don't get in front of Joe Biden and stay safe, you know, do your social diligence and listen to your elected officials on this one and wash your hands. If you don't wash your hands, we will all die. Every single person. Yes, please. Make the the safety precautions uh, because we need you. We're trying. We need you because we're trying to. Make uh, Susan Wojcicki pay us, okay? We're trying to get to a point where that bitch finally pays us. So please, uh, stay alive and, uh, yeah, view us. Yeah, streamlabs.com forward slash rules report if you can spare a few bucks. Uh, If not, you know, that's cool. I understand we're kind of all in a weird situation. But, yeah, hopefully, uh, you know... Hopefully we'll get back to a point where, you know, some of the advertisers can start paying, uh, you know, again, somewhat. But, uh, you know, I'll be back for a show on Wednesday for the anniversary show. Uh, time to be announced when that will be. But uh, I'm sure I'll get a good couple guests for that. So, uh, you know, anyway. Uh, thanks, everyone, you know, for watching. And uh, I'll see you next time. Uh, Sean, Phil, you guys have anything you want to plug? At Versa News Media on Twitter. Uh, and maybe I guess I'll plug at Uncensored AM, Uncensored America, the new free speech club I was starting. I don't know the future now, so, you know, if I do figure it out, that's a good place to find out. None of us All right. do. Yep, Dictator Phil, one word on Twitter, Okay. Uh, if you if you want to hear more stupid shit like the shit I've been saying for the last couple of hours, <laughs> yep, there it is. I, I and verse versa media and YouTube. That's the other important one. <laughs> so I I feel like you need your own podcast to be honest. So just uh, just you know I I just I want to hear all the random stuff that goes through through your head. So we you do, you do. He's we, we're all. I I I say all the random stuff. I I need other people, dude. Sean is awesome. Okay, it's like like he's he's that personality that kind of, you know, he he brings it out of me. You know, it's, so 
It's like <laughs> like the yin to the yang, you know? Yeah. And I don't mean and I don't mean math yang either. Mm. Yeah, the, although the funny thing is is we are gonna be getting a thousand dollars a month for a while, I guess. So, so Trump okay. is a yin. There you go. Yeah. So Alrighty, alrighty, guys. Thanks for uh, you know coming on, and thanks to the guys. Thanks to those who uh, you know tuned in and stuck with us. So for yep for all this time. Later, Gator. We we appreciate Nighty y'all. Night. Uh, from all of us here, at NGC uh, Studios and Versa Media. Uh, good night. God bless. God save this great nation. God freedom. I can sing in that order, and we'll see you on the next. Uh, podcast. So wash your hands, motherfuckers. Yeah, wash your hands and and uh, wipe down your devices with uh, wipes too. So second. Good night, everyone. Hey there, folks. If you've made it this far to the end of the podcast, I'd like to thank you very much for listening to the show. You are the ones that make it possible for me to uh, make an income from podcasting, and I greatly appreciate that just by listening to our show. You are helping us gain ad revenue. However, if you would really like to uh, help support the show, I encourage you to please donate to the podcast and become a supporter of the show you can head over to anchor.fm forward slash Whitfield report and click the support this podcast button and uh, choose the amount that suits you to support the show or you can click the link in the show notes and it will directly uh, take you to that page if you can support the podcast I really really appreciate that Anything that you can do to uh, help out is greatly appreciated. Even if you can't afford to uh, help financially support the podcast, I encourage you to please go on iTunes uh, or Apple Podcasts or Stitcher and please leave this podcast a positive five-star review. That really helps us out here at the Whitfield Report. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you next episode.